King Jesus. Take your Bible, if you would, and turn to Isaiah chapter 12. Isaiah chapter 12. And I'm going to preach a message entitled, What's Your Song? What's Your Song? Daniel loves to sing. That boy loves to sing. He'll be upstairs in his bedroom and he will watch a Barney video and he will sing along with Barney. And I tell you, I'm downstairs, Leslie's downstairs, and the first 15 minutes, it's the cutest thing you've ever seen in your life. It's, it's awesome. It just, you know, it'll bless your heart. It'll bless, it will bless your blesser to hear Dad sing along with Barney for 15 minutes. For three hours, I'm not kidding. For three hours, sometimes at a time. It, it, it's not cute anymore. You could, our military could weaponize that. And it would be worse than Chinese water torture, I'm telling you. It is, it is, one of these days you just need to come over and listen. You'll leave, I promise you, you will leave. David loves to sing. One of the songs that he absolutely, listen very carefully, he absolutely loses his mind when he hears this song. It's in my car, and we're trying to grab it. And maybe you've heard it, and if you've not heard it, I'm going to sing it for you. 1877 Cars for Kids. K-A-R-S, cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Anybody ever heard that song where you please a couple of you? Anybody? Is it just my station? Okay. I'm telling you what, when that song comes up, David will see right next to me and he'll be like, one eight seven car for kids. And he has all kinds of hand motions, and he will sing that, and it is the funniest thing, and I'm glad that it only lasts about two minutes. I'm so glad. But he flat loses his mind over 1877 cars for kids. What's your song? I want you to think about that for just a moment. What is your song? Isaiah had a song. That he's going to teach us. Sometimes Jennifer says this, I'm about to teach you a song. Isaiah has a song that he is about to teach us. It's first mentioned, the seminal mention of it is in Exodus chapter 15 and verse 2. Where Moses is called the song of Moses. After they have been delivered from Egypt, he teaches the children of Israel a song. And then it's mentioned in our passage. And then also over in Psalm 118 and verse 14, another time of victory, where the children of Israel have been surrounded by nations. It says it three or four times. We've been surrounded by nations. We've been surrounded by nations. We've been surrounded by nations. But then, here is this song. I want you to read it. Look at your Bible, if you would. Isaiah 12. Allow your eyes to fall 
on verse 1. Isaiah 12, verse 1, the Bible says this. And in that day, you will say, O Lord, I will praise you. Though you were angry with me, your anger is turned away and you comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. Can you say that with me? God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For God the Lord is my strength and song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy, listen to this, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. And in that day, you will say, praise the Lord. Call upon his name. Declare his deeds among the peoples. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, O inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in your midst. What a song. What a song. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I bow before you and I thank you for your word. It is alive and, and it is powerful and it is sharper than any two-edged sword. And Father, I just pray, God, I pray right now that you would help us here at White Oak Baptist Church those that are gathered at 310 Memorial Drive, and that you would help those who are watching on Facebook Live, Lord, help us to get a hold of this truth and, and to live this truth out this week. And, and Lord, I know that when we do, that our hearts will be blessed. Father, I pray that um, you will speak to every heart, beginning with my heart, Fill me, thrill me, spill me today. And I pray where I need it. I pray for clarity thought today. And I pray, Father, for excellent recall of the things that you have placed in my heart. And Lord, I just pray that you would draw a circle around this preacher and let the fire of heaven fall. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, why was Isaiah so excited to teach us this song? Well, first of all, he wants us to understand the first point is this, that salvation is personal. That's what he wants us to understand, that salvation is personal. And when you look at the first verse, when you look at our text, he says this, In that day you will say in that day. So we ask ourselves the question, in what day? In what day will we say? Well, contextually, he's talking about the millennial reign. 
the 1,000 year reign of the Lord Jesus Christ, where, where he will reign here on this earth for a thousand years. It is a day of victory that is up ahead. It is a day of victory when tribulation has passed and we enter into the joy and the peace of the kingdom of God in that day. Oh, listen to this beautiful. He says, in that day, I will praise you. Oh, Lord, I will praise you. Though you were angry with me, your anger is turned away and you comfort me. Aren't you glad as believers that you can remember the time when his anger was turned away because of what Christ did on the cross of Calvary? The Bible says in Psalm 30 and verse 5, for his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night. Listen, listen church. But joy comes in the morning. Joy comes in the morning. That's what the psalmist said. I love the way that Paul said it over in Romans chapter 5 and verse 8. But God demonstrates His own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And in verse 10, it will be on the screen. But I want you to listen to this verse. For if when we were enemies, listen, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God, how? Through the death of His Son, much more, having been reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. What we have to understand is this. We truly were, church, listen, we truly were at enmity with God. But while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And, and then because of that, when we place our trust in Him, we can be reconciled to Him. We can be at one with Him. And that's what Isaiah is so excited about. And when you get to verse 2, I tell you, it is thrilling. When you get to verse 2 of our text, it begins with that word, Behold. You know what that word, Behold, means? It means this. Don't miss this. It means, hey, get your arms around this tree. That's what that word behold means. It means, hey, you. I want you to look at your neighbor and go, hey, you. Look at your neighbor. Oh, look. Hey, you. That's what I mean. We would say it like this. That's how we would say it. If I'm going to talk to someone and they drifted off, sort of like some of you have done right now, I'd love to tune out. I go, no, That's what I would do to, to get your attention back to me or to the speaker. You would go, hey, listen, wake up. This is good. And that's, that's exactly what's going on here. Behold, God is my salvation. In other words, listen, what Isaiah is teaching us is this. 
that salvation is not a program. Salvation is not a plan. Salvation is a man, the God-man, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's salvation. Salvation comes in Christ and in Christ alone. The Bible says in Psalm 27 and verse 1, the Lord is my Lord and my salvation. That's what David said on my soul. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Hello? Whom shall I fear? This is not on the screen. It just sort of popped in my, my, my mind. Because I've shared the last couple of days, John 14, 6, and we heard it this morning in connection. John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am what? The way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. I want you to take your Bible and turn to Acts chapter 4. This is also not on the screen. Just, I want you to see this. Acts chapter 4. I want you to underline this in your Bible because it's absolutely beautiful. Acts chapter 4. And look, if you would, in verse 10. Acts 4 and verse 10. Listen to what is said here. Peter is sharing. Let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. By the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him, this man stands here before you whole. This is the stone which was rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. Listen. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which you must be saved. That's a good word right there. Amen? That's a good place to say amen right there. Amen? It is. You say, preacher, are you trying to tell me that the only way to heaven is Jesus? That's exactly what I'm saying this. Jesus is the only way to heaven. And Isaiah, as he is writing in the song and as he's teaching this song to us, he starts in verse 2 with that word, Behold. In other words, hey, get your arms around this. Don't miss this. You know, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid for Yah, the Lord. Look. Is my strength. You know what that word strength? It means he's my durability, durability. He's, he's my might. In the Hebrew, that word means he is my power. He's my strength. He is my song. Do you have a song in your heart right now? The Bible says in Psalm 1611. In his presence is fullness of joy. In his presence is fullness of joy. 
the venerable prophet of old, writing 700 years before Jesus would ride in to Jerusalem on the back of a donkey. He said, I want to tell you, God is my salvation. He's my song. He's my strength. And He has become my salvation. And so look at verse 3. He continues here. Therefore, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. With joy, you're going to draw water. In the Hebrew text, that, that wells there is really streams. It's fountains. And it means continual. It means bottomless. It means it never runs dry. This thing of salvation, this thing of turning to our God through Christ, listen, it never gets old. It's always fresh. It's always refreshing. And that's what he's saying here. Therefore, with joy you can draw water. You see, that's in the Old Testament. Jesus put it like this in the New Testament. In John chapter 4, if you'll remember what he says here, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him, listen, will never thirst again. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up. Into everlasting life. Never goes dry. Over in John chapter 7, I think at the beginning of verse 37, it says this On the last day, that great day of peace, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Isn't that good? I'm telling you, I'm telling you this morning, you can try everything in the world, and Jesus is salvation and he is satisfaction. He is, listen, he is that fountain of living water. Some of you that have been here for some time will remember this. I, when I pastored in North Georgia, uh, I was on a television there for about five years. Lance and I would go over and uh, I would record, I think it was on a Thursday, but I don't think it was, and I would record, and then on Sunday they would play that. And so that Thursday, I remember standing up there and I was preaching my gizzard out. I was preaching my heart out. And I got to one point at the very end of my sermon and what I said was this, God will give you and I tried to say satisfaction. That God is our satisfaction. That's so easy to say. Isn't that, isn't that easy to say? Say the word satisfaction. It's so easy to say. I couldn't say that that say huh? I was up there preaching on camera, being recorded, and I said, God is your God is your not. Do that. God will become your sad I 
about three or four times. Finally, laughs on the front row with satisfaction. Oh, yes. And so I thought I feel so sort of good about this. I cut it. And I walk into the little room, the little booth, and this is what I said. I said, listen, I need to do that last part over. The guy looked at me, he said, Brother T, preacher, I don't know how to think of this. I hit the wrong button and that went offline. <laughs> that was live. I said, what did you just say? He said, everybody that's tuning in right now heard you do that. Well, that was That next week was horrible for me. And that little community, every restaurant I went to that people saw that, I walked by a table. <laughs> that next Sunday, I walked by little children's rooms and they would gather out and go, <laughs> It was awful. It was honestly awful. But can I tell you, I'm going to try, I'm going to try a real hard right now. This is, this is it. God is our satisfaction. He is. And that's why Isaiah, he was saying, listen, let me teach you a song. I got to, I got to teach you a song. And you got to hear it from the bottom of your heart. And what was he saying? Hey, listen, he was saying, in that day, the millennial reign, in that day of victory, what you've got to understand is I'm going to praise you. You were angry with me, but no, now you comfort me. Behold, get your arms around this. You don't miss this. Whatever you do, don't miss this. God is my strength. God is my song. And He has become my salvation. And it's better than that because it's fountains of living water. It never runs dry. I run dry. I get worn out. But He never runs dry. And that's what it's saying there. Salvation is personal. God is my salvation. And then the second thing, salvation is proclaimed. Salvation is proclaimed. Listen, when you have the goods, it's very difficult to keep it to yourself. I've been here, I started in November, my 12th year. Let me just, let's do a, let's do a test, okay? What's my favorite place to eat? How in the world did you know that? How did you know that? How did you know that when I drive by the sign, I salute the Cracker Barrel sign? How did you know that? I have a moment of silence. How do you know that? What is my favorite coffee? Maxwell House. How in the world do you know that? What's my favorite place to go where there's a lazy Susan and you turn out like this? Maybe how the world we're going there today. I woke up thinking about these this morning. Jesus, Leslie, and then these. In that order, I think. What's your favorite food? 
Salvation, listen, it's, it's proclaimed when you have the goods, when you have Jesus, when you love Him with all of your heart, your honeypot. Listen, it turns over. And then Isaiah, in this song, he picks it up in verse 4, and he says this, And in that day, what, that day of victory? In that day, you will say, praise the Lord, call upon His name, listen, declare His deeds among the people. The psalmist said it like this in Psalm 9 and verse 11. This is how the psalmist put it. Sing praises to the Lord who dwells in Zion. Declare His deeds among the people. And then in Psalm 96, I think in verse 3, it says this. Declare His glory among the nation. His wonders among all the peoples. It's so hard to keep it to yourself. In verse 5, he, he says this. Sing to the Lord. Why? For He has done he has done excellent things. He has done majestic things. He has done things that are just amazing. I just want us to think about it for just a moment. This morning in our time of praise and worship, I don't know about you, but man, I just... I get overwhelmed. He's done excellent things. He's worthy to be praised. Let the redeemed. Oh, Lord, say so. It's what the Bible says. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I'm just thinking about animals. The fourth day of creation, God created a giraffe. A giraffe. The tallest giraffe on record is almost 20 feet tall. Ask Jeff Daniel yesterday, what is your favorite animal? Yesterday it was the giraffe. Just sort of, that's a beautiful animal. If you've ever watched documentaries of them fighting, they use their big old long necks to fight. They'll throw those necks. A giraffe is amazing. I go to the zoo, I love to look at a giraffe. You know when God created that on the fourth day, He said, man, that's good. That's good. And then He created a hippopotamus. You, you know what that word basically means? It, it, listen, when, when they saw it in Africa, Hippopotamus, it's a river horse. Those things can trot about 20 or 25 miles per hour. You don't want to be in front of a hippopotamus. It's like the third meanest animal on earth. Ugly as sin. Think about it. Got those Shrek ears. Those little Shrek ears. Well, the, the little mouth that opens up. <clears throat> you ever seen it on YouTube? Watch it. Not now. Do not pull it down. But watch it on YouTube. 
in the rivers. Then it just trots on the bottom. That's why it's called a river. It trots on the bottom there of the river. Of the river. And then the bottoms. God made that building. He said, you know what? That's good. Think about the plants. I think he just took about five or six different animals and put that one together. <laughs> it's got a duck bill, a beaver tail, an otter hind legs, and it lays eggs. <laughs> that's, a, that's the goofiest looking animal that I think I've ever seen in my life. The platypus. Other animals, don't you know, they look at that one and go, <laughs> God looked at that and said, that's good. Don't you love the creative ability of our God? Think about the flowers. I watched a documentary on the Los Angeles aqueduct the other day while I was eating my foods. That's an amazing thing from Nevada to California. 419 miles. And the water that flows through there, that's the only reason, the only way California and that area that it lands in could happen back in the early 1900s because of that aqueduct. You know what about that? Have you ever studied clouds? Clouds can pick up water. It's called evaporation. Can pick up water, and and, and and there can be two billion pounds of water in gigantic clouds. And God can take that cloud to where it needs to be and just dump That's amazing. That's amazing. Think about the Grand Canyon. I've never been there one of these days. I want to be there. Some of you have. The Grand Canyon, looking at that thing. Incredible. Think about the think about Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. Think about that. The majesty of that. Think about the sun, the moon, and the stars. Which, by the way, that was the fourth day, and animals were the sixth day. Just to correct my earlier mishap. Think about the sun. Do you ever get out of your own little night and just look up at the moon and you're over? Have you ever been anywhere like we have in other countries where there are no street lights and you get out there and you look up and you can see thousands of stars and know that there are trillions and listen, Isaiah tells us and the psalmist tells us that God has named every star. What a mighty God we serve. That's why Isaiah, he says, he said, listen, salvation is proclaimed. Look at what he says here in our text. Declare his deeds among the peoples. 
make mention that His name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for He has done excellent things. Look at me and say, yes, He has. Yes, He has. He's done excellent things. That's why here He says, listen, cry in verse 6. Cry and shout. Cry and shout. You know what? You know what that means? Cry out and shout, O inhabitant of Zion. Those words in the Hebrew, you know what that means? It means jump for joy. Jennifer almost stumbled this morning. Darlene did stumble a little bit this morning. It means jump for joy. It means to raise the roof. That's what it means in the Hebrew. You know what I'm, I'm afraid that we. As a Baptist, I think God can call everyone a spread. Early 80s, I think it is. You remember that commercial? Time to make no You remember Fred Baker? Remember Fred Baker? I made it up. Time to make and he'd get up and he'd walk up his room. Time to make the donuts. And he'd say, those supermarket bakers, they're still in bed. But it's time to make the donut. And they commercial, he'd get back in bed, he'd get up, he'd get back in bed, and he'd walk up, it's time to, hey, listen, that's how I feel like sometimes we go to church. Time to go to bed. Time to still live on your own. praise the Lord with that. That's how like sometimes I feel like and then we get to thinking about Apophis and the Grand Canyon. And, and, and Genesis tells us this. I tell you the trillion stars. You know how it says it in Genesis? Oh, also he made the stars. That's how it says it in Genesis. Also, he made the stars. Wow. Wow. And so often, and, and I'm, I'm so I'm so guilty, church, that sometimes, I, sometimes, I'm going to be honest with you, sometimes I have to go to worship and it's like I'm clocking in and I'm clocking out. When Isaiah says, cry out and shout. Cry out and shout. Why? Because God is my strength. And He's my song. And He's my salvation. I know we're not going to do it here. We're not going to do it. One eighty-seven-seven cars for kids and just lose our minds when we sing. Okay, I know that. But when we begin to think about how good God is, how great God is, oh my goodness! Next to it, what is my song? Wednesday and I got together in 1983. <laughs> we got together in 1983. Why don't you listen to our song? Maybe when I met you, there was peace unknown. I set out to get you with a fine tooth comb. I was soft inside, there was nothing, there was something going on. You do something to me that I can't explain. Hold me closer and I'll feel no pain. Every beat of my heart, we got something going on. 
Islands in the stream. Does that sound like Kenny Rogers? Islands in the stream, that is what we are. No one in between. How can we be wrong? Sell away with me to another world. Hey, we rely on each other. Aha! Uh -huh. You heard that? From one lover to another. Oh, you heard it. Aha. See, now that's, that's our song. <laughs> Ask some of the staff. They hadn't gotten your songs. <laughs> Joyce and Ronnie's song was uh, Only God Could Love You More. What does God mean? So you're singing, I was in the street. Your songs were uh, The Broken Rose, I think. God bless the broken something. Yeah. You know what John Teeth was? Rock and Top. That's <laughs> I said, right. Hey, listen, I'm going to tell you something. This is 2021. I rarely hear islands in the stream. But when I do, when I hear it, it brings back memories. That's our song. What's your song? Isaiah told us a song. He told us a song. And the song is all about the answer. In closing, I heard about an advanced philosophy class at a college where the professor gave exams and was known for really tough exams. A lot of people only can make a C, some Ds, very few Bs. And so before this particular exam, he said this, he said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. You can take an eight and a half by eleven piece of paper, and anything you can fit on that paper, you can bring in and you can use it during the exam. Well, the kids begin to write and learn how to write real small. The college kids did. They wrote real small and put it all over the paper. And, and the day of the exam came. The day of the exam came, they all brought their eight and a half by eleven paper in, except for this one old boy. He walked in, he brought a paper, but he did not really anything on it. But when the class started and the exam was handed out, he took that blank eight and a half by eleven piece of paper and he put it on the floor by his desk. And in walked a guy with a suit on. And he came and he stood on that paper, and he was a doctor of philosophy. And the other college kid said, no way, that can't do that. And then he appealed to the professor. He said, listen, you told us that anything we could fit on this piece of paper we could use, he's standing on that piece of paper. And he paced the exam. He needs to do that. Can I tell you what? Aren't you glad that King Jesus is the one that has the answer for you? That has the answer for me. That is why, church, we sing from the bottom of our heart 
you. Moses said, you're my song. You're my strength. You're my salvation. The psalmist said, you're my song. You're my strength. You're my salvation. Isaiah said, you're my song. You're my strength. You're my salvation. What's your song? Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. And we're going to have a time this morning of invitation. I have a time of invitation if you're here. And you say, Pastor, I don't have a song in my heart. I don't have a song in my heart. Maybe today is the day that you need to come and give your heart to Christ. As our heads are bowed, eyes are closed, and believers are praying. If you're here today and you need Jesus as your Savior, just a moment as we stand and sing, I encourage you. Maybe today you're here, you just need to go and, uh, on an altar, get on your knees, say, Oh God, would you bring that song back to my heart? Maybe today you will join this fellowship. You have been, you've been visiting. You're here. You want to come and join this church. We'd love to have you. Very quietly, very rarely, would you stand? Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. Just stand in the back and pray. I'm going to pray right after I pray. I'm glad you sing and I'm glad you come. Father, we love you. Truly, today I pray that we've decided to follow Jesus. Bless these next few moments. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. God is looking to follow Jesus. Here it is, no turning back. No turning back. No turning back. No says amen. Tell two or three people that you love them in Jesus at all. I want to encourage you to think about how great our God is. Father God, you are great and we often forget how awesome you are. Thank you for the reminder from Isaiah today that we can sing for joy 
Shout hallelujah, praise the Lord, not because of who we are, but because of who you are, what you have done, what you have promised to do. Yes. But God, thank you for being our Savior, our Redeemer. You were angry, it said, and now you turned away your anger so that we could be brought into your fellowship. God, may we remember that this week. Yes. Thank you, Jesus, that we can uh, return our worship to you through our song, through our shouting, through our worship. May we do so this week. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Tell three people that you love them before you leave now.